Hey friends, welcome. Always so happy to have you here. Today we are chatting about a story from the state of Kansas that I just find amusing and inspiring and I really think you're going to as well. This is one of those stories where you're like, what? <laughs> How did that happen? Well, I'm gonna tell you. So let's dive in to the story of the first female mayor ever elected and she was elected by accident. This is the story of Susanna Salter. I'm Sharon McMahon and welcome to the Sharon Says So podcast. Susanna Madora Salter, she kind of went by the nickname Dora, was born in the 1860s and when she was around 12 her family moved to Kansas near the Silver Lake area. Her family owned a large farm there, and Dora was extremely bright. She went to high school. She took college classes in high school so that by the time she was done with high school, she was admitted to college as a sophomore. This is in the 1870s. So very, very, very bright woman, Sadly, six weeks before she was to graduate from college, she got very sick and had to leave college and was not able to graduate. But the good news is while she was there, she did obtain an MRS degree, (laughs) which used to be sort of a joke of, you know, why would a woman go to college to get an MRS degree to become a missus? to meet a husband. And she did meet a husband. She met somebody named Louis Salter and they got married and had a baby. And in the early 1880s, they moved to Argonia, Kansas, which was sort of a little bit more of an up and coming area. It had not been incorporated as a city yet, but her husband, Lewis, got a job managing a hardware store while he was simultaneously studying to become a lawyer. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Clear. At the time, law school was not the ticket. If you wanted to be a lawyer, you apprenticed with a lawyer. For many people, this is how it worked. You apprenticed with a lawyer, and when you had learned enough, you could take the bar exam, and you could hang a shingle and become a lawyer for yourself. So she starts having children. 
She's still in her early 20s. Her husband is managing this hardware store and studying to become a lawyer. And her parents say, you know what? We will move to Argonia as well. We'll help you manage the hardware store so Lewis can really focus on becoming a lawyer. And then in 1885, after they had been living there for a few years, Argonia had around 500 people and it became an incorporated city. Dora's father became the city's first mayor. Her husband became the city clerk. Things went along swimmingly for a while. There had been several efforts, including an effort in the 1860s, to allow women to vote in the state of Kansas. That failed. But in 1887, 20 years later, a different law passed the Kansas legislature that permitted women to vote in municipal elections. So city elections. Women could not vote for president yet but they could vote for things like mayor. Also around this time, prohibition was really ramping up. People felt like there were so many bad things that alcohol was doing to the communities. And there were lots of women and some men who were working towards this notion of prohibition. They wanted to have dry communities, communities where alcohol was not permitted A large part of that work was done by the WCTU. I've mentioned them in a previous podcast, the Women's Christian Temperance Union. I've also mentioned before how deeply intertwined the women's temperance movement is with women's suffrage. They were basically one and the same movement. So the WCTU was very active in the community of Argonia And some people were very much in favor of it, including Dora's family. And some people, as one can imagine, were not pleased with it. Some people very much enjoyed their ability to drink, very much did not see a problem with having alcohol around, and they wanted to oppose the actions of the WCTU. So here is what happened. One evening a couple of gentlemen decided to attend a WCTU meeting. They wanted to see what was up because they wanted to strategize about how to defeat this WCTU movement, this temperance movement, this women's suffrage movement. And they felt like, hey, we need some more insider information And that will help us strategize. So a couple of guys go to the meeting. Then later, about 20 men in the back of a saloon, they have a secret caucus meeting. This is the strategy that they landed on. If we make a ballot that has a woman on it, some of these people who are in favor of prohibition, in favor of the Women's Christian Temperance Union, they might vote for it, but almost no one will. And that will delegitimize their efforts. That will make them seem like, <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, you guys only got 20 votes. Whoopsie. We have all had embarrassing moments where something didn't smell quite right. And if you have any children or people in your lives who have stinky toes, stinky feet, and those stinky shoes pile up by the door of your house. And then when people come over, they're like, um, your house smells weird. There's a solution for that. And it is not necessarily spraying down your house with disinfectant. It is taking care of the smell 
at the source by using Lumi on places like the people in your house's stinky feet. It is a whole body deodorant. It is safe to use anywhere on your body. It was created by a doctor who saw firsthand how stinky feet and other body parts are often misdiagnosed as problems when in reality you could just use a product like Lumi and it would take care of the issue. It has been clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHARON at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHARON. We hear from a lot of interesting people on this podcast, and I know that I am always hungry for more. And what if you could learn from the world's best all in one place? Guess what? You can. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Masterclass is the only streaming platform where you can learn and grow with over 200 of the world's best instructors. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to every instructor. And you can access Masterclass on your phone, your computer, your smart TV, even in audio modes, you can listen to it like a podcast. I know that when I watch Doris Kearns Goodwin, that first of all, I'm going to be getting fantastic information, that the production level is going to be incredible, and then I'm going to walk away feeling smarter and more informed than I was before. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Sharon. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Sharon masterclass.com slash Sharon. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress in our life. Absolutely. It's unavoidable. It's just part of the human experience. But some of us have more than others and some of us handle it better than others. Some of us really keep it bottled up and it can start to affect us negatively. I would imagine at some point in your life, you can relate to this, right? And therapy is a safe space to be able to get some of these things off your chest. And that is why so many people find benefit in speaking to a qualified professional. If you're thinking about starting therapy for something like managing your stress, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Sharon today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Sharon. So the idea was if we make a ballot that has a woman on it, no one will vote for it and they'll have egg on their faces. So a couple of little logistical things. I know you're probably like, how could they make a ballot? Number one, at the time in 1880s Kansas, you did not need to declare your candidacy in advance. 
You could just show up on the day of the election and be like, hello, I'm running for this office. Number two, the government did not print the ballots in Kansas at that time. It was not like the city of Argonia was like, okay, please clear your candidacy, round it all up. Who's on the ballot? Your name, your name, your name, print them all on there. That's how it's done now. Then people would run for office. They would make a ballot with their name on it. They would pass them out. And then somebody who wanted to vote would take the ballot that they wanted, that already had the stuff printed on it. They would take the ballot they wanted and drop it in the box. Okay. So both of those things made this event possible. This caucus of 20 gentlemen get together They make a ballot secretly and they think to themselves, who can we put on this ballot that will delegitimize the women's suffrage movement, make it look like they do not have it going on, that nobody cares about them and that this is not something that we should embrace in our community. And there was one woman who was eligible and her name was Susanna Medora Salter. She was the only woman who lived inside the city limits. And it also helped that she came from the family that had the first mayor. Her husband worked in city government. So they were like perfect. She was from a Quaker family. They were also very into the temperance movement. They thought, perfect. We'll make a ballot with Dora Salter on it. We'll give those out and people will be like, I am not taking that ballot with that woman on it. Heck no, I am not voting for that. Dora had absolutely no idea that any of this was going down. So they line up, they go outside the polling place, they start passing out the ballots and people were surprised to see Dora's name on a ballot. They went to her house And there she is with her three children. She is literally hanging wash on the line. And they're like, did you know you're on the ballot? (laughs) She's like, excuse me, say what now? And they were like, you're on the ballot. What would you do if you won? And she's like, well, I guess I would do my best. And they were like, okay. And so some other people from the Republican Party came to visit her and they're like, would you really do this job? Would you really be the mayor? And she's like, I guess so. Her husband wasn't home at the time. And then when he came home later and found out that she had agreed to be the mayor, if she was elected, (laughs) he was like, um, we do have the three children (laughs) and I am a little busy with my law practice. All of this coalesced into this perfect storm where the Republican party came out and they were like, yeah, okay, actually she might be a great option. And so they stood outside the polling places and they campaigned for Dora Salter. And at the end of the day, she went down to the polling place and was like, Hey, I can vote. I have the right to vote in Kansas. But at the time it was considered improper, impolite, too arrogant to vote for yourself. So she left that portion of the ballot, didn't want to vote for herself. That was too much. But at the end of the day, when they counted up all the ballots, they found that instead of her getting like 20 votes and the Women's Christian Temperance Union looking stupid, she had gotten two 
thirds of the votes for mayor. (laughs) And they sent her this letter. It said, Madam, you are hereby notified that an election held in the city of Argonia on Monday, April 4th, 1887, for the purpose of electing city officers, you were duly elected to the office of mayor of said city. You will take due notice thereof and govern yourself accordingly. (laughs) It was from the other mayor, the current mayor. She was like, okay then, I guess I'm the mayor. Even though she had no ambition to become the mayor, right? Like she did not set out to be a political candidate. One could imagine it was a bit confusing, right? Wake up in the morning, hang out the wash, tend to your young children. End of the day, you're the mayor. That's not how most of our days go. (laughs) Listen, I know if you pick up any kind of beauty magazine or you follow an influencer, there's like a new skincare product every single day of the week. And it can be really difficult to know which ones to even try, like which one is worth your money. And if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines... You might be excited to know that one of today's sponsors is OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy. No complicated routines, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. The secret is OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. I especially like the eye cream. It's not too thick where you feel like it's going to clog all your pores, but it goes on really, really nicely under makeup. For a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase using the code SHARON when you check out at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O. Try one skin and enjoy younger, healthier skin without all the extra steps. That's oneskin.co, code SHARON. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. 
jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This election of a female mayor in the United States in 1887, when women could not even vote for president, it made massive national and international news. She started getting telegrams from all over the world. She started getting letters in the mail from all over the country, some of them negative, like, give me a break. This is ridiculous. Women's place is in the home. Women should be seen and not heard. You don't have any business being a mayor. But a lot of it was very, very positive. She received one letter that said, Dear Madam, I write you this letter to you feeling interested in the equality of man and woman. And as your state, Kansas, stands first to open the double door for a higher civilization to the whole world, the dreams of my childhood have bloomed and ripened into a rich fruitage. In the person of Mrs. Salter, allow me to congratulate you as I feel proud of my sister woman in her manifest ability as mayor of Argonia. Most respectfully, Mrs. Mary Knight. So a lot of women were like, it has happened. By the way, Mary lived in New York. Mary wrote her this letter saying, You being the mayor is a realization of my childhood dream that somebody opened the double doors of equality. How did that have to make Dora feel? Wow, this might have actually been worth it. People sent reporters to Argonia, Kansas, Newspaper reporters from all over the country came to see what's it like to have a lady mayor? Can a lady mayor do this job? Do the members of the city council just run right over her? Do they ignore her? Does she act like their mom? What's it like? This is what one of the articles in the newspaper said about the job she was doing. They said she's intelligent, capable, conscientious, and fully equal to all the requirements of her position. Another person said she is discharging her duties of office in the most acceptable manner. And another one said she is having a very successful administration. When she was elected to her present office, her enemies predicted that she would make a failure of her effort. Up until the present, she has made no plunders. So then imagine, imagine how mind blown all of these haters were when during her year as mayor, she had a baby. (laughs) Not only was she the first female mayor in U.S. history, Not only was she elected via a joke, but she also had the audacity to give birth in office. (laughs) 
you know, like back then being pregnant in public wasn't something that you really like were meant to do. Like you tried to conceal your condition. There were a lot of euphemisms surrounding pregnancy, even just saying I'm expecting. That's a euphemism a softer way to say something. In addition to the fact that it was not socially acceptable for a female to be the mayor of a city, then to go ahead and give birth and to be a mother of four young children while apparently doing a very good job as mayor? Unheard of. That's not even an exaggeration. (laughs) That was unheard of. So she declined to seek re-election even though she ostensibly did a very good job, she had never set out to be the mayor. And she was like, I care about my community. I'm going to do the best job that I can while I'm here, but I'm not interested in being a politician. So she only served the one term as mayor. And eventually she and her husband and their children moved away. She was described by everyone throughout her life as being so bright so interested, so curious that she was interested and followed politics throughout her entire life. And in the 1930s, the citizens of Argonia made a plaque for her on November 10th, 1933. They had this big ceremony. They were like, we need to acknowledge that Argonia had the first female mayor in the entire country. And the plaque that the Women's Kansas Day Club had made said, in honor of Mrs. Susanna Medora Salter, first woman mayor in the United States, she served as mayor of Argonia, Kansas in 1887. Dora passed away when she was 101. And again, was described as so bright, independent, and with it until the very end. She was ultimately buried next to her husband in Argonia. The home that she lived in when she was the mayor is on the National Register of Historic Places. It's now a museum. You can go to the Salter House and see memorabilia. Interestingly enough, Argonia, Kansas still has around 500 people in it, the same as when she was elected mayor. Isn't that amusing and also a little bit shocking? And so it was a joke. And yet she did a fantastic job. One other thing that I thought was really interesting about this story is that she received all of this fan mail, right? She received all of these letters, telegrams, etc., from all over the country. One was from a minister in Iowa. And the minister wrote and was like, I read about this in the newspaper. And I am writing to see if it is true. (laughs) Like he was like, I don't know what to believe. That doesn't even seem possible. And so he took it upon himself to write her a letter to see, is this real? Her salary for being the mayor was $1 a year. And she did not have any budget. And so she spent her own money, her family's own money, on postage, letterhead, etc., writing back to everyone who congratulated her. She also, by the way, was invited to a bunch of national women's suffrage events with people like Susan B. Anthony, etc. She was very recognized during that time period as a significant individual because she had so much attention surrounding her mayorship. She remained interested, but never sought public office again. 
And I just love that story. I love that she did her best. She did a great job, even though it was just kind of thrust upon her as a joke. She showed them. (laughs) That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the story of America's first female mayor, Susanna Medora Salter. Thank you so much for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast. I am truly grateful for you. And I'm wondering if you could do me a quick favor. Would you be willing to follow or subscribe to this podcast or maybe leave me a rating or a review? Or if you're feeling extra generous, would you share this episode on your Instagram stories or with a friend? All of those things help podcasters out so much. I cannot wait to have another mind-blown moment with you next episode. Thanks again for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast.